Welcome to the Misadventures of the Young Adult Podcast. I'm your host, Doreen. On this episode, we're going to be having someone joining us all the way from Zambia, and he'll be talking about his modeling career. So, please stay tuned, and I really hope that you enjoy this episode. I would want to say this with a heavy heart, but at the same time, I don't really feel it is that way. But fun fact, this is going to be the last interview that I'll be doing that's related to something creative and university because hopefully this time next year, I will be graduating. So, you know, class of 2021, it's very exciting. And I know that due to that, I will want to switch up my whole, you know, interview thing because i've been doing this for two years now so it'll it's it's gonna be cool it's gonna be great if you have any suggestions as to the kind of interviews you want to hear please let me know and i will gladly take it into consideration otherwise coming back to my life i mean nothing new has really happened i recently joined tiktok and it's it's a great place tiktok's great i mean i feel like every platform has their problems but tiktok's tiktok's great i like it (laughs) you should follow my tiktok it's the same as my instagram and twitter usernames so you should catch that at the end and that's also my tiktok so feel free to you know like leave me a comment whatever like you know do what tiktoky stuff do but yeah (laughs) i got my life's been pretty boring nothing special There have been a, quite a few issues that have been on my radar for this past couple of weeks or week much rather and I didn't know whether to go with the approach of something doomy and gloomy or something kind of fun so I'm just gonna go down the fun route because I guess all of us can really use some good news or some news to make us laugh. So. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm a K-pop fan. I love K-pop. K-pop is brilliant. I like Chinese pop. I like Korean pop, Japanese. Name it. Asian pop is the bomb.com, and I really enjoy it. And I feel, and if you've been following the Black Lives Matter movement and like how they're trying to, you know, fight for police reform, disbanding the police, and just like trying to change all of those different things in the states, I think the group of people that I I, ha- I have been I've never been more proud of are the TikTokers. Yes, the TikTokers and the K-pop fans. So Donald Trump was supposed to have a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it was it was supposed to have like a, th- a million people. So what these TikTokers and K-pop fans did was they like reserved places like yeah we're gonna go we're gonna go we're gonna go right. They, <laughs> the turnout was only 6,200 people who went because they just lied. They just like, they reserved them so that no one would go. So it'll be empty. And if you've seen the pictures of Donald Trump and like the disappointment on his face, I've never been more content with someone's disappointment because it's the funniest thing ever. And I guess like, it just shows like what can happen when a group of people can all band together and like try to make a change because i mean like people are just like what do these groups of people even have in common like k-pop stands k-pop stands are the best okay we are the best no cap 
so yeah i think that was just something really great that made me smile because it's like <laughs> it's like like you, you you guys make fun of us but like when it really counts we, we show up for the homies Before we jump into the interview, I had a lot of technical difficulties on my side recording it. So there are some parts of the conversation that got taken out or snipped out, and I'm really, really sad about that. But oh well, what can we do? Instead, I just made sure I snip-snapped here and there, tried to make it as cohesive as possible. There were times that the call kind of dropped on my end or dropped on his end, and like there was a little bit of non-linear conversation going on so guys please bear with me i tried my best to edit this and just try and you know make him look good because honestly the guest today he's so cool he's so impressive and i i'm so happy that i interviewed him so please bear with me this interview was not perfect but it really tried to be like i promise you guys i re he really had a lot of good things to share and that's why i'm still gonna go forward and share um what we talked about so i really hope you enjoy before i jump into today's interview let me tell you a little bit more about our guest his names are brian manda and he's a fashion and lifestyle blogger model writer and poet simply an all-around creative he has a degree in public administration with development studies he graduated last year. He's also passionate about youth empowerment and enjoys content creation. He's single, so if you're interested after this interview, feel free to hit him up. <laughs> A fun fact about him is he owns more pieces of denim in his closet than the average person. So please enjoy this interview as much as I enjoy talking to him. Hey, Brian. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. Thank you for having me. It's honestly an honor. Um, I know, I would say I know a lot of models, quote unquote, but then I guess you're the only real model I know who's actively working in the modeling industry. So I guess that's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's actually great. It has its ups and downs, but it's great. That's good to know. So for a starter, how did you get into modeling? Like what really started you with your modeling career? Um... To begin with, in the beginning, I honestly loved everything to do with fashion content that's written on blogs, magazines, and um, on TV, the media in, in, in general. And from there on, uh, because growing up in, in Lusaka, there were very few people who I looked up to in terms of uh, who are doing modeling, like the modeling career, especially here in Lusaka. So I decided to open a blog, and uh, I think that was like uh, in 2012, somewhere there. I opened a blog, and it was simply a fashion and lifestyle blog. And then from there on, I just decided to um, start doing what I love to do, which is me sh showing everybody out there that to say right, I love modeling and I want to be seen and I want to I want to obviously work with brands and I want to mm -hmm. be used as a face in these brands but also at the same time I think it was I got into modeling because also I just wanted to simply tell a different narrative from what a lot of people 
really define the industry here. So I would say professionally, I started doing it in 2013. Oh, that's cool. So seven years under your belt. So Yes. So from there, is that how you kind of got the idea to start your own online thrift store? Uh, yes, because um, in as much as I did work with brands and I was showcasing myself on the internet, especially on Instagram, especially the fact that I used to thrift a lot. So I decided to come up with my own online thrift store. So it came naturally, but it also came about because of the the fact that a lot of people would ask me questions like, oh, where did you get your clothes? And I'd be like, oh, these are actually thrifted. And they couldn't believe that some of the pieces, most of them actually were thrifted pieces. So I just decided to come up with an online thrift store and just working at the moment to perfect it. Yeah, I can agree. Like, I I actually think a while back I actually told, I think it was Marianne, that you should start your own, um, you should start an Instagram dedicated to your socks because I just love all of them. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like, guys, like, I'm serious. If you get the chance to visit his Instagram, just look at his socks. Like, forget everything else he's wearing, <laughs> just his socks. A- absolute perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, what's been your motivation to continue um, down the modeling road? Um, I think the motivation is honestly the first thing i would say is i love doing what i do mm-hmm. so for me of which it took so many time for me to just convince myself i need to keep doing this but deep down this is what i love to do so because i love doing what i love to do it's easy for me to just keep moving forward i would also say what's been motivating me lately is bec- when you come here in Lusaka or let's say in Zambia and then you look at the modeling industry, you you, you learn so many things about it. And for mm-hmm. me, that's been a motivation to, you know what, I want to tell a different story. I tell them to say, okay, you know what, in as much as I can actually help inspire someone, but I also do this because I also want to change the narrative of which, you know what, you don't necessarily have to fit in the box. You can do this, you can do that. So I would highlight those two to be my biggest motivation. They really just keep me moving forward. And and I love to create art. I love to create content. Mm. And it's I love what I do. Oh, that's good. At the beginning, you mentioned that modeling has its ups and downs. What have been some of the downs that you have faced since you had started? Um, I would one of the downs or many of them is i think uh there's a lot of criticism mm. a lot of people especially in the beginning they told me no you can't do this this is not something that even so like people would just straight to your face tell you you can't do this this is not you you don't look like someone who can do this so mm. a lot of times especially when you're starting up in the modeling career you sort of want to you want validation you want someone to tell you you can do this and do it this way but that's not always the case tell me a little bit more about your youtube channel when did you start it and like what was the real purpose a few weeks ago and um i just shot 
my first video i shot it last week it's in the editing editing phase and yeah so pretty much for me i just want to use the channel to show people my creative side but also speak on things that i feel need to be spoken about that's the reason why i opened my channel oh i see well um hopefully that will become a huge thing and more people will get to see your unique sense of style because i will admit your aesthetic is so i really like it because it's like it's old school but like it mixes new school at the same yes. time like i just love that balance um and you know even if even after you finished and everything um what were some of how did you manage to balance between being a model and going to school at the same time because you know sometimes you know how we are we focus on one thing and we forget about the others it actually was the most hard it's it's the hardest thing to be honest i'm not even gonna lie it's so hard <laughs> I, I I don't even know how I did it sometime but I to be honest I think there were days when I had to do um <clears throat> I had to work mm-hmm. more than I had to actually work uh study for for, for sessionals so I I would say that the thing that really helped me balance is I knew I wanted a degree <laughs> <laughs> so there was no way I was going to drop out. I needed the degree. And mm-hmm. I also liked what I was studying. So I liked doing both and I tried to balance them in the best possible way. Obviously there were there were times when I just knew, you know what, it's time for me to just 100% focus on school and forget about this. Mm-hmm. And there were times when opportunities came So you know there were times actually I have a I have an example of uh in my final year there was um an agency that contacted me and they wanted to shoot an ad for a company so they needed a male model so I was excited <laughs> and um what happened was the first time on set we honestly shot for like 7 hours straight like on oh. set for 7 hours and i was so tired i remember going back to school uh, on campus i got there at like at, i got there at like 11 pm uh-huh. and then the next day we had to shoot the whole day <laughs> so literally i had it was actually we shot for a week and it was so tricky because in that was like a study break week and then the coming week i was supposed to sit for my mid exams Mm-hmm. So it was a huge risk. It was such a huge risk, but I just did what I had to do. So in short, I'll just say when it was time to 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 work on my academics, I knew I had to work on my academics. When it was when an opportunity came, I tried to honestly see how I could in the best possible way grab the opportunity and work on my art. So it was honestly just like that. Mm. Oh, I know yeah. how you feel. But like I'm on the other end of it because since I am more of a behind the scenes, I'm doing the write-ups, I'm doing the editing. So your mm. 7 hours, I'm just like that is 7 hours of sitting behind the computer and putting everything together. Yes. So I feel your, <laughs> I feel your pain. I really do. Yes. But honestly, it's all worth it at the end of the day. It really is. It really is worth it because mm. it also just comes with this feeling of 
it just makes you proud of yourself. Like, you know, I, I did that. Mm-hmm. So you move on feeling really proud of yourself and ready to take on another opportunity. Yeah, definitely. So um, which models do you actually look up to and why? Um, in general, like in general. Like, I mean, maybe you're for your fashion sense, maybe for, you know, your look. Like what? I don't really know the terms, so... You know, I guess whoever <laughs> no, I, you like. I um, a lot of when I branched actually into the modeling industry, for me I looked up more to actually designers, if that oh. actually makes sense, more, less than the models themselves. I see. Not you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. But on the internet, I like to stalk um. What's his name? Uh, Alton Mason. I don't know if you know him. He's Probably such a great not, model. But I'll look um, him up. Sorry? I'll look him up, most definitely. Yeah, Alton Mason is really, really good. I also... I actually do love Naomi Campbell. I feel like she's really, really a great model, too. I also look up to designers like... Um, he's actually a South African... Um, Mm-hmm. designer slash model he goes by the way at the name of rich nisi like r-i-c-h oh. i hope i pronounced that correctly <laughs> i think you did but yes i i i know i know i know him yeah i feel like he's very creative especially when you look at his aesthetic everything just really just makes yeah, sense he's, he's yeah good. and um I'm honestly just fascinated with, at the moment, I'm fascinated with African brands and how they're really incorporating so much of their fashion and how they're telling that, putting it in a narrative and putting black faces. It's just, for me, it's really inspiring. Yeah, it's all just very, very beautiful. Like, I'm glad <laughs> that so, so many Africans are finally being seen. I've forgotten where this um, designer is from. But uh-huh. she recently released a line, and since she couldn't do like an actual fashion show, she basically used oh augmented reality. Yes. You've seen it. Oh my goodness. That's the most I, amazing I, thing. I, I, I swear, I didn't think somebody could actually do that. Like her mind. Right? Like that was like, crazy. It, it was insane. Like... You know, I I kept watching the video over and over and over. Like that was just like wow. Yeah, the movement, the sachet, every I was like, God, people are everything talented. just like wow. And, and you know the way she also just describes her her clothes, her pieces. Oh. And then how oh. she brings that into like uh, how she brings it to life, like mm. wow, it's it's amazing. That's so. That is so true, and apparently the whole project took her about three, four months to compile together. Yes. Like, can you imagine? Like, I was like, I can't sit down for three months and decide I'm going to create a virtual fashion. Like, that is dedication. True. So, um, my next question is for someone who's new to basically modeling, or they want to enter the modeling industry. What do you think is the very first step or steps they should take to getting there? Um, I think the I think the the first thing they need to do is to identify 
themselves like mm. what kind of a person are you and i mean in terms of your aesthetic because um you cannot really approach agencies if you do not have an aesthetic or an online portfolio so to say mm-hmm. they really want to see your work and a lot of times people just ask questions like okay but how do i really begin you really just need to know how you you're going to create your online portfolio your instagram is actually your online portfolio True. put work out and at the same time it's just not about putting work out it's about you you, you need to find a niche what kind of a model are you you can't really do everything you can't really fit anywhere you know what i mean yeah. so it's important if you're starting out you do sort of like a self identification test where you just you need to find out you need to find your niche you need to create your online portfolio mm-hmm. and to be honest you need help you need <laughs> help you need to ask somebody who knows these things because we all do, we all just don't know it all yeah that's true that's so true. i feel like that's where somebody can start from and then probably moving forward you're going to have to be smart on how you really sort of um approach agencies or if you want to work for brands because there are times when it's so hard to get signed under an agency mm-hmm. i know a lot of people are going to actually really agree with me it's really so hard to get signed to an agency so sometimes you you feel like okay what am i really doing because there are really advantages of being signed to an agency but at the same time you 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 don't really necessarily have to feel like okay i'm not doing the work because i don't have an agency you you then need to know how you can sort of move forward in your career yeah. at the same time just uh attract brands and attract different people who would also want to work with you and obviously mm-hmm. another thing that has sort of helped me is to collaborate with fellow models or fashion influencers in the business oh, it yeah. really helps put you out there mm-hmm. yes so if you really work with um, a very well-known model or influencer or somebody in the same line of business as you it then helps people spot you out it actually does a lot for for your growth as well yeah that that's true Actually, I wanted to know because as a photographer, one thing I always encourage people to do is like you have your own kind of contract and like certain terms uh-huh. that, you know, like I'm going to do this shoot for you. So these are my terms. You pay this much. The time is this time, blah, blah, blah. So would you say as a model for yourself, do you do you think it's a good idea to create your own contract of terms? It actually is. It really actually is. And I remember in the beginning I actually didn't have any of this thing put into uh done for me I really didn't do this but moving forward I actually did have to mm-hmm. do this because it's it also just shows how much you actually value what you do and oh. sometimes it actually helps others take you serious in in your artistic direction it actually is very important you need to actually do it Ah, I see. So it's just all creatives then, because I've asked my videographer friends, I've 
asked my musician friends I've, I've asked a multitude uh-huh. of creatives i'm like do you guys have contracts and then they're just like of course we do or they're gonna steal our money and i was like okay it's, exactly makes sense makes exactly sense. it does you just need you need a contract yeah so do you see yourself continuing on your modeling journey in the future i know you've just graduated and whatnot but like do you see this as your full-time job in the future or something on the side like what do you foretell for your modeling career i i see myself moving on to to honestly do a lot of modeling and campaigns on on a large scale on a bigger picture mm-hmm. obviously this in this means um collaborate with uh, fellow models or work with uh, big brands or probably get signed to an agency and also at the same time because I am a fashion model I would actually see myself also just perfecting my my uh, my my online thrift store it moving for from it being online to actually branching on to so many other things so yeah. I, I see myself venturing in what I love doing more than in me being corporate. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, because I, I honestly love this other side of me more than obviously now I, I, I have like a whole nine to five. Would you ever consider being a model full time though? Doing more of actually what I love to do as a model than the other side of me. Mm. which obviously is the brand a lot of people don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I mean, our dreams don't work unless we do. So, I mean, yes, you got to work hard to live out your dreams. So exactly. for our, our last question, um, what is some advice that you would give to other models? Like people starting out or people in university? Like what advice would you give them? Um, my advice would be if you really, really want to pursue modeling, then do it and do not hold back. Do not feel like you're not good enough. You are not beautiful enough. You are Mm. not smart enough. Pursue it. And every time you do something, I believe you are actually telling a story or a narrative. Hence, you need to find who you really are because if you lose yourself, then you will just be somebody else. And I believe you yourself, that's your superpower. Nobody else is like you. Hence, when you pursue this, make sure you're true to yourself. Obviously, it's no lie. Work very hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't be don't be weighed down by criticism. Actually, use the criticism to keep better in yourself. And ask if you don't know yeah, or you're stuck about something. <laughs> ask. Don't feel like okay, who am I gonna? You can you can actually DM me. I reply to DM so long you're polite, and yes. you're not asking me anything weird. Just mm-hmm. DM me. I'm gonna reply, and if I can help, I would love to to help. So just work hard, keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, discover who you are. Seek inspiration and motivation, and just just do it. Like Nike. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But yeah, well, that's it in a nutshell. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. 
Thank you so much, uh, Doreen, right? Thank you so yeah. much, Doreen, for, <laughs> for having me. And that is the end of the interview. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Um, I'm glad that you guys have been on this journey and hearing all the different interviews from different creatives. And honestly, it's been great talking to people and just getting to know them and their craft better. Anywho, next week, oh no, not next week, the week after next week is going to be the very last episode of this season. So please stay tuned for that. I'm really just going to be wrapping up and talking about all the great things that happened this season and some feedback that I've gotten. So yeah, please stay blessed, stay clean, and yeah, I'll see you guys in two weeks. Hey, let's keep in touch. Uh, you can follow me on my social media, um, Instagram and Twitter, share the same username, and that is at DoreenMT, so that is at underscore D-O-R-E-E-N underscore M-T underscore, or you can also email me at the misadventures, yeah at gmail.com, so that is T-H-E-M-I-S-A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S-Y-A at gmail.com. I'm totally looking forward to interacting with you. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave me a comment, drop me a rating, but most of all, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on.